Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Rowe, and Camus on the SGP Podcast. Shut up, Camus! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast, where we are greeting you a Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. All, right, all three of us are complete in hey. the balai. Uh, it's, we're recording this on January 3, the uh, eve of Wrestle Kingdom 13. 13, 13 yes. 13, Wrestle yes. Kingdom 13. Yes, yes, so yes. first things first, how was your New Year celebration, fellas? Oh, I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, actually celebrated with uh, extended family for once. It's just always good. Uh, as you know, not many fireworks going on. Because uh, of the rain. Yeah, because of the rain. And, you know, just a general... Lack of feeling about fireworks nowadays. Maybe <laughs> just has sparkles. That's it. Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing. Uh, now, well, I'm not shining fireworks. Mm-hmm. Although you couldn't tell from how smoggy it was on the road. That is because of the fireworks. Because of the fireworks <laughs> that were after the rain. Yeah, yeah. Well, rainbow yung Yeah. I know you were drinking a lot, Camus. How was? How were your celebrations? I'm still hungover. <laughs> Wonderful. I went from I went from 31. Uh, I had a sleepover with my out-of-town nieces on okay. the first here in this space. In this very space. And then I worked a 14-hour shoot yesterday, so I'm still... All right. And, uh, of course, Kamos is uh, dressed pretty well today because he's off uh, w- with family after we record. Yep. Um, I, uh, I ended the year playing Survivor in Batangas. <laughs> now, it was a very mountainy and muddy terrain with no food, by the way, for over 15 hours. Uh, I went out in the Johnny Mundo spot, 8th boot. Ouch. But considering there were 23 players, that means that's I only bad. placed 16. That's, oh, that's not bad. For an all-star season, yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Uh, it took two tribes to band together to get me out. So I, I take that as they a compliment. They hate you that much? No, no, no. It, I, I was that big of a threat. So I got a round of applause from all the remaining active players upon my exit. So I'll take that. Wow. Also, it's, it's, a, it's a... What's it? Constrained. It was a contracted, contracted game. Two game, days, yeah. one night. So Hyper speed. As I was telling Ro when we got here, uh, challenge tribal, challenge tribal, challenge tribal. So it was pretty intense. And when your brain is fried and you're running on no sleep and no food, then you're bound to make some sloppy decisions. But could you, once you were eliminated, could you have eaten? Yes. Okay. That's exactly within, what I did right within, after. Within a month. So you tumuloy. And the next day, yeah, they had the merge feast for dinner, and then if they didn't win reward, they lost food. And then they got rained on. There was a torrential rain. Oh yeah. And I was glad to have been out of the game by then, because by now all these guys were sick or are sick. Oh. Well, and I'm uh, not. So really, I won eventually. Well, that's what you, you get, get for living. Living. Yeah, that's what you get for living your survivor dreams in Batangas. Toto, toto. Well, so did, I don't think you guys knew that it was gonna rain that bad when you guys signed up for it. Thanks, Usman. Yeah. Yeah. We we blame the typhoon. <laughs> So, uh, we, we ended 2018 on a holiday break, which means that we had to push back our year-end awards to this episode. But mm-hmm. before we get to our year-end awards, 
we have to talk about two big things that happened over the holidays. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a heavy holiday season for the wrestling community. The past so, two days have been heavy. Yeah, yeah. So let's start off with the heavier bits, and that is the passing of Mean Gene Okerlund, who is an icon to generations and generations of wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think most people will remember him as the backstage interviewer for the likes of Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage. He went from WWF to WCW, back to WWE. Even this generation of fans, Attitude Era, uh, even if you just grew up on the Ruthless Aggression Era, you would know Mean Gene because he would make those sporadic appearances. Oh, and he would also be, uh, especially for those who grew up watching Jack TV or Solar, yeah. he would be, he on, would the be helming, on the recap show. Yep. WWE Confidential, which is the precursor to a lot of different... Afterburn also. Afterburn. I don't know if he did Afterburn, but I always knew him for doing Confidential. And then he also did all of those legend... All of the oh, legend, yeah, the legend stuff. The legend stuff. All the legend room. stuff, yeah, that was him. Uh, whenever there's an old... Uh, there's a gathering of old people backstage in, He's a, there. in a possible WrestleMania segment. He was there. He was a guy <coughs> who, who would sound at home on the radio, but does well on TV. He would be the, the straight man, if you will, to everyone else's comic foil. Do you have a favorite Mean Gene moment? I do not. Ric Flair interview. <laughs> I think mine is the Daniel Bryan interview after WrestleMania oh, was, 2016. Yeah, mm-hmm. ah, that was after Bryan won the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, so that was that was golden. Oh, so uh, Mean Gene, one of the man sucks. One of the luckier ones in the industry, having lived past seventy. It actually hurts more because apparently, going by everyone who knew him, uh, he was healthy. Yep. So nobody it was knew. Sudden. It yeah, was it was sudden. really sudden that he would pass away. So to all of uh, you know, from all of us here in the wrestling community in the Philippines, all of us grew up watching Mean Gene in some way, fashion, or form. Rest in power, Mean Gene. Rest in power. Now, let's talk about something else that happened over the holidays, and this one is more on the dark side. It's this All right, and let's talk about Tony and the leaked nudes. So, we're going to start with December 30, because this was when the original article came out. I believe it was ah, okay. on Celeb Jihad. Okay. Uh, they were the ones who posted the, uh, the shots of Tony Storm, and allegedly, a woman allegedly uh, being Tony Storm, mm-hmm. uh, because the, the pictures in the video circle around, uh, one, they're nudes, the second one is of a woman masturbating. Oh, okay. And the identifier of Celeb Jihad is the hand tattoo of Tony Storm. There's a left-hand tattoo that mm-hmm. she has, yep. uh, and um, it was the left hand that was used in, in the image. So the, the nudes were leaked. People have been waiting for the video to go on circulation. It hasn't come out yet, but the pictures have come out, and in the days since, people on Twitter have been tagging Tony Storm relentlessly. Jesus Christ, why would you do that? She killed off all of her accounts. Today. I don't know. That, that sentence That's... ended much better than I was yeah. expecting. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she's no longer on social media as of recording. And it's probably going to be a while until she even returns, if she plans to wow, return. People are shitty. Yeah. Just for doing that. So, like, like, like the, the leak is one thing, but doing this. Let's unpack it one by one. Okay. Uh, let's start with the nudes. Because I know that there are people who believe that taking nudes in itself is bad. To which I say that whatever you want to do in your spare time and your privacy mm-hmm. is up to you. If you want to take nudes, you know, if that yeah. gets you off, go right ahead. If you want to record a sex tape, go right ahead. Right? <laughs> Something consent. Yeah, it's my consent. I think I think we all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, it's my consent. Now let's talk about the leaking of the nudes, mm-hmm. and I think this is where it starts being morally problematic. Oh yeah, it's private property. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, especially if let's say uh, you gain access to the hard drive, for sure, example, sure. of Tony Storm, the yeah. human being. Right, you go through her files, you find her nudes, you leak it. 
That's wrong. That that is a cyber crime. That is cyber. Yeah, that's cyber crime in the UK, US, wherever it happens. Is that punishable here? Yes, it is. Yes, it's private property. Uh, It is a security breach. Yes, thank you, thank you. So there's that. So dun palang if you are complicit in the leaking, uh, there is clearly something wrong, and you are complicit in Mm -hmm. it. Yep. Uh, so the third is the tagging, the relentless tagging. Oh on Jesus social Christ! Media. Why would you? That that is that's just foul. Oh no! Why? I don't even understand. Any any end game by I know, by tagging the person in the pictures or allegedly in the pictures. Emotional distress. Why? Slut shaming. You know, people getting on their soapbox. Because wow. people are <clears throat> terrible. Yeah, Jesus! I, I I don't understand this. Sigar, I mean. I, I I just don't get it. I don't I don't get why you would. Ha- I don't get why it gets people off. It's one thing to talk about it openly on social oh, media and say, "Hey, check it out! There are Tony Storm leaked nudes." It's a whole nother thing oh, to go ahead and tag at Tony Storm underscore. I don't to make sure she knows know. what you're talking yeah, about. I don't know what the real end game is there. I don't know what the net positive of that is. I don't there even understand. No yeah, I know. I, I guess the net positive for them for them is that. She takes, she pays attention, and then she somehow gets distressed. But oh, I, I don't get it. I, I just don't. I just don't. Even if I were to put myself in those shoes of the people who tag her, I don't understand what kind of uh, of feeling or high it would get me just to do that. And consider the timing of it all. It's the oh. fucking holidays. Oh man! si Tony Storm, and she had the avalanche of tags. Yeah. Of horn dogs, basically. Yeah. So, uh, and consider that she's a young woman. She's 23. Mm. Oh. So, remember when this happened to Paige. She was, mm. She's also oh, very so young to Paige. Young. Oh. Uh, Paige is what, 25, 26? Now, now. Now, but at the time she was 24. Mm-hmm. So, right around the same age. So, I'm not saying that when you're younger, you're less equipped to handle these things. Mm-hmm. But when you're younger, you're also... Um, more vulnerable. More vulnerable. Thank oh, you, Kamas. Right? You're more vulnerable to, uh, to all of this emotional abuse oh, yeah, from yeah, people. yeah. So it's very insensitive for all of these people to do that. Um, if you want to go out and look for the leaked nudes yourself, and if that gets you off, whatever. I don't care. Like, that's on you, right? But to go ahead and to cause this much oh. distress towards a person uh, who willingly puts herself in the public eye for your mm-hmm. entertainment oh. is, is really problematic. Yeah. So, so there. Any any other thoughts on? Oh, you hit, you hit it right, not right on the head. Right on the head. The support coming. The support of the the outpouring of support that's coming from her fellow wrestlers that she's worked with is something positive. That's about it. Yeah. So there's that's a hashtag going it. around. It's hashtag We, we support, support Tony. Tony. Yeah. It's going around. And uh, we support seen, Tony. Will Ospreay tweeted out. I've seen WWE superstars tweeted out. So Jimmy Havoc tweeted mm. out, and I don't know if they had a thing, but <laughs> what? No, 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 because it was very nice. You know okay. how fucked up Jimmy Havoc is. Yeah. So okay. It's nice to see that you know. Okay. She had some positive impact on his life. So we're gonna throw our voices into the into the ether once again, and we're gonna add to the hashtag We Support Tony. Mm-hmm. Now, with that out of the way, let's get to our year-end awards. Okay. Uh, year-end awards this year they're going <laughs> to be much shorter I Wrestle Kingdom oh fine so, yes, let's, let's preview oh, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom then at the start so it's just year-end yeah. till, till out. sure sure, sure. alright so Wrestle Kingdom 13 happens tomorrow yes and oh, there's tomorrow a as of recording time yes. yep so by the time you're listening to this it's either a few hours away or it's Minutes. probably happening <laughs> or right? after it's already happened mm-hmm. and you probably are, you might be even there yeah with us <laughs> so in case well, you're in, listening in which case why are you listening to this podcast while Wrestle Kingdom is going on you sick freaks so in, in, in the case uh, or in case you're listening to this 
guys na hindi pa nangyayari yung Wrestle Kingdom, you might as well let you know that we are doing a Smart Henry viewing party at Skinny Mike Sports Bar, which is uh, gonna start around 3 or 4 p.m. We're gonna be there that early, and we're gonna be there until the night ends, basically. Uh, tickets are gonna be at 150 pesos, and that includes one free drink. So go ahead, bring all of your friends. Mm-hmm. If you have friends who are trying to get into New Japan, this is a great entry point. It's very... I, I would say it's casual-friendly in the sense that there are some recognizable names. It's WrestleMania for... It's WrestleMania for, WrestleMania for, Japanese, for, Japanese, for Puro fans. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what it is. That's It's as simple as that. If you want to get into it, this is the good time. And, you know, year after year, year on year, it might slowly be becoming WrestleMania for everyone as well. Like you know the second how, WrestleMania. You know how in the local community, Maritime WrestleMania uh, pilgrimage for the last three years? Sure. Mm. Wrestle well, Kingdom kind of has that naren. So you had Camus who did that in 2017. <coughs> oh, uh, we're still, oh, the the thing that the thing is still happening. Yeah, I know. No, 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 that, you, that's the point. You. He no, started no. it in 2017. Uh, we have we have Antonio Chacoso who uh, wrote an entry for us on Smart Candy. Aye, who did that yeah, in yeah. 2018. And then this year, Hapa Checo, PWR photographer, hey. uh, our social media guy Brian Lumanog. His and brother, Keaton Lumanog, yeah. Yeah. who is uh, also one of our social media uh-huh. guys. Another friend of the podcast, Gabe Ruaro. They're actually all there. Gabe's back. Yes. Jesus. For the second time in three years. So there's a bunch of them representing the Philippines in the Tokyo Dome tomorrow. So I'm actually thinking of doing a parent players only Wrestle Kingdom Tokyo Dome only wow. episode. Okay, fine. Just, actually, no, no, just it, because it, we, it we, we nice talked about content. it. We talked yeah. about it. It's it is content. nice content. Yes. And you can uh, compare notes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll uh, probably shelf that for a future episode. Or, you know, when they get when they get back. <laughs> okay, so let's preview Wrestle Kingdom 13. And we have to start with the main event, which is the IWGP Heavyweight Championship match between Kenny Omega and Hiroshi Tanahashi, who won the G1 Climax. Ang daming nangyayari pa for this match. Like, during the press conferences today, like, Kenny came out with his cleaner hair. Mm-hmm. Kenny came oh, out with his cleaner black hair, the gray. black and gray... He's obviously the heel the now in all and of this. Okay. Oh, okay. It's it's getting really back. weird, but at the same time, there's also the looming. Oh God, I, I realized we didn't talk about all elite wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh all. yeah. Fuck. There is That's, that. There is that. There is that looming over this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that, those who don't know, all, uh, the 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 elite has basically announced that they are pushing forward with their plans to create their own fed wrestling promotion they have their own fed that's backed by Tony Khan of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham FC actually <laughs> which is making more money than the Jaguars oh, so now they and uh, they have the trust I guess to go with that money and amazing it's it's, it's an, stupid money it's stupid money stupid money to the point that this is or this might be the legitimate number two wrestling promotion in North America that TNA was supposed to be so you've got the wrestlers who are both running it and are appearing in it. Like for starters, Cody Rhodes is EVP and a talent, and as alongside the Young Bucks, mm. both of whom are talent. Um, Mrs. Matt is signed. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Matt is signed to pr- produce this shit. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous because it's such a big endeavor and it flew under the radar for so long and then boom I wouldn't say it flew under the radar because there have been rumors yeah there have been rumors, rumors of it happening but, but like we didn't think it would be they would be holding positions That's I think I, I thought it was part of the, the territory deal. yeah uh, that you know uh, Cody is head booker oh is he really 
pretty much. Okay. I think so. Because uh, I always figured that if you if the rumors say <laughs> Young Bucks are, are the Elite are making a new promotion, I'm pretty sure they're the ones running that promotion. Yeah, of course, if you have the Elite there, you have to have everyone involved. So the likes of Hangman Page, Marty Skrull, Kenny Omega, they have to be part of that somehow. I just I just hope that, of course, uh, at this point, at this age of the of wrestling, uh, you would uh, expect them to know better. But I just hope that they don't run it like WCW. Then, oh, no. uh, it would be just one big boys club, and then whoever they like gets gets some big spots, and whoever they don't like doesn't get. But that was all in, just better, just run. Yeah, properly. I know, I know, I know. All, but all in was one show. And we're, t- we're talking about uh, an actual promotion here. And by the time we get the next week, we'll have had the official press con and Wrestle Kingdom results. So yeah. it will be much clearer next week. Yeah. So back to Kenny and Tana. All right. So how, does, how does AEW affect Kenny and Tana? Because Kenny is the one guy who's been the most silent throughout all of this. We don't. So we, that we means don't, we don't know. exactly know if he's going to be part of that. We don't. We don't. We know or he's. He, he, he's, he will he's, be. He'll participate, but we don't know if he's he'll be full time. He's core talent. Oh, that's what we don't. That's show. true. And as long as he is the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, you can't expect him to say much, because you know, you you can't go and say that. Yeah, you can't jump ship when you're the biggest. Well, I would say yeah, he's big, not, he's probably not gonna get the chance to be Medusa here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day. Tanahashi winning again. is not again is not out of the realm of possibility because he's pushing retirement age. Mm. That's the thing, and there were rumors going around that this would be the swan song. Okay, where where it is now, it's like um, I'm not sure. I don't know if if you know if he can take it if he can take the belt off of Kenny. We know he can go, mm, of course, but we don't know. To what effect, you know, another Tanahashi championship reign at this juncture in his career can do for New Japan or for Tana himself. Alright. Now let's get to the next uh, big match. It's the no-DQ match for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship between the reigning champion Chris Jericho and Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, uh, I think this is uh, obviously where... Uh, okay, again, I'm going to say obviously, but then you know how New Japan always throws... Uh, wrenches into plans because they have their own plan but obviously it might be the point where Jericho loses the championship back to Naito yeah tapos yeah. Brock Lesnar uh, yeah I, I think it should end yeah and, and but the thing is it was very well drawn out mm. throughout the year yeah so, it was I, I have to say it was be- it was done better than Brock's year like Jericho's New Japan run oh, was no done man. better than Brock's oh, no year. I mean Jericho still wrestled way more than Brock did that's why it's also not just that it's also because even when Jericho is part-timing uh, <laughs> you can still see that NJPW treats the part-timing gig with, mm-hmm. re- with much more respect Damn. than Brock Lesnar treats his own part-timing gig for WWE okay so Naito no? yeah, uh, yeah. for the main event are we Omega or Tanahashi Oh, it, it split down the middle. I'm, I, I think I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm calling then. Omega. I'm, I would. I'm, I would like to call Omega, but, but you I'm know, conflicted. It's it's like it's it's the same way that NJPW is madly in love with Okada, and you know they they will always be madly in love with Tanahashi. Yep. So we, it's so hard to to firmly call one or the other. But it's gonna be five star. Oh, obviously, yeah. Not that's not it's not obvious, man. No, no, like, no, Tanahashi no, 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 no. does not Tanahashi is not five star automatic. Why? Even I would say Okada is not five star automatic. 
but we're not talking about Okada. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, about, we can talk about, about Okada now because Okada's uh, match with Jay White is uh, another highlight of the show. Chaos Blood Feud. Um, this is Okada's first time in Wrestle Kingdom that he's a main eventer, I think, in a, a few years. In a first time or in no, a while? no, 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 in a, in a while. while. First in a while, yeah, yeah. First in a while. You know, long while. Yeah, I think when I started watching Wrestle Kingdom, it's been Okada in the main event and yeah, hasn't because, changed. Because it was that, it was that this year. It was that massive run, and then you know that quick split with Naito, and then in the middle of the year, and then it was he was champion again. So for you know for the for what for better part of four years, yeah, it has been Okada's show. This is the first time he's out of main event, co-main event. Mm. It's like he's third, third from the top. Yep, I think and so. Yeah, that's, that's it. And yes, he is. He's, he's the one guy that's that's in a blood feud at this moment, and it's f- gonna be fun to watch. Mm. So, do you think Okada's winning this, or is Jay, Jay White? White? No, I think Jay White. Jay White, because Jay for, White's year. It's for the story. Yeah, we Jay didn't think Jay White was gonna lose last year, and he he lost to Tanahashi. Well, yeah, that was last year. That was no, the return. That I would say. I would say that was a moment where. But um, he is just reintroduced again to as a yeah. switchblade. Now he is really on the way up. See, I will be the contrarian and call Okada oh. on this one. Uh, you want to go through the other matches or you want to no, go no, straight to Ibushi Osprey? Just Ibushi Osprey. Jesus Christ! Right, how the, did they pull this? How did they fucking pull this in the last, what, month? The have never seen... junior heavyweight championship between Kota Ibushi and Will Osprey. God, for, for those who, have, see, who have not seen the, the tag match that was made free on Christmas. Uh, God the, fucking the road to The road to... To Wrestle Kingdom. You saw the GIF, maybe. You might have seen the GIF, yes. It, that GIF is what? A small taste of what you can expect Shit. from these two. This is the, the this live is, action animation. This is, okay, this is probably gonna be better than Osprey Ricochet. I was gonna okay. ask, I was gonna ask. Uh, is it just because, how will it match up? Just because, okay, it's already been announced that these guys are gonna open the show, uh-huh. and it's already been announced that, you know, Ibushi has a death wish. Oh, yeah. We all know that. That doesn't, that doesn't no, mean announce, right? In, in, the, in the press cons. Okay. He has a death wish, and he's just. Oh, I want. I want this so bad, just to be. Okay, Will Osprey has low key been best junior for New Japan for the past two years. Okay, yeah. That's can, that I much. That much can, is there. That much is there. But I can pull for that. Yes. For him to start graduating towards the heavyweight side of championships mm-hmm. scares me because it's gonna get so good. Yeah, he and needs to never, make heavyweight and never, never open weight is the way to go. Ibushi, Ibushi always has a storyline for as long as Kenny Omega is there. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be fun. So is this going to be Osprey's first non-junior title? Um, I, it it is a highly likely, yes. Progress? No, I mean in NJPW. In, in NJPW, NJPW, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's exclusive likely, yes. not to New Japan. Never? Never is. It is. Never is no, no, I meant Osprey. Oh. Osprey is... Well, no one is ever really exclusive. <laughs> I think Tana is exclusive. <laughs> yeah, you know. But... Tana Okada, like okay, those guys. Tana Okada will take like the occasional booking outside. Yeah. Ishii is like he's ref pro champion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's that which is being defended against ZSJ. Mm-hmm. Oh god, that's gonna be fun too. But that's why this card got stacked too fast. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be a fun Christ. card. Like I'm more excited for this card than last year's card. So oh, I'm I'm more excited for this card than I was for the past two years. So there's that. Just because there's everything top to bottom is gonna be beautiful. 
All right, so Wrestle Kingdom 13. If you're it's gonna happening be, tomorrow. Yeah, if you're going to be in the BGC area, come swing by Skinny Mike's. If you are listening to this before the show. Yeah, at least. So January 4, 3 p.m. onwards, 150 pesos. 150 pesos. It's better than Rumble The Rumble, by the way, will have another viewing party oh, as yeah. always. Absolutely. We you might as well e- announce it now. You can expect that because we know how much you guys love Counting Down, you might, how much you guys love the Royal Rumble yep. and the spectacle that it is. So uh, on January twenty what again twenty eight twenty eight yeah. last Monday of the month right after PWR Live New Year's hey. resolution tuhok tayo po tanging na okay lang yeah so uh, um for the fourth straight year we're gonna have the Royal Rumble viewing party at Skinny Mike Sports Bar now that we have those out of the way let's talk about our year end awards so let's run through our awards really quickly before we uh, go through them one by one. You've got your Rookie of the Year, which we are giving out to the one who, uh, the, the best superstar or wrestler who debuted either in a bigger promotion or who got called up to a higher level. Mm-hmm. Most improved wrestler, we'll get to that in a bit. The struggle, uh, young wrestler with the most potential but really sputtered out of the gate ever since. Uh, Moment of the Year, which is a new award we're introducing in lieu of Match of the Year. You because explain why. Uh, there's been so much that's gone on that we can't just specify one match. It has to be a moment or something part of a larger arc. Basically, we, this is our way of saying that wrestling in the past couple of years has been really good. So watch as much as you can because there is not one thing that stands out. Or, you know, there's just so many things, so many great things happening. Yeah. Uh, there's wrestler to watch out for. I think that one is self-explanatory. Uh-huh. Yeah, team of the year, male of the year, and female of the year. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Do you want to add show of the year? No. Dina, yeah, I, I, I like, would no, no weekly or no pay per view of the year. No, right. no, 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 fine, fine. But the answer is all in. <laughs> no. I guess for show of the year, I would year. not wait. I would not say all in. <laughs> I would not say all in. All in had a, had an okay mid card. Yeah, I I would say it was the Royal Rumble from earlier this year. Okay. Or earlier last year. Okay. Anyway, yeah. moving let's, on. Let's let's uh, get to Rookie of the Year. The nominees are. Tony Storm, who made her debut on regular WWE programming this year. Basically, uh, officially NXT and officially mm-hmm. NXT UK. Yep. You've got Jeff Cobb, uh, who started appearing for New R- Japan. New Japan, and then midway through the year for ROH, winning their television championship mm-hmm. and defending it quite well since since Punishment Martinez's departure oh, yeah. since, from ROH. Since Punishment went to NXT. Yeah. And you have Ricochet who debuted at WrestleMania weekend to NXT after having a long run on Lucha Underground, New Japan, and many other indie promotions. And the winner is... Well, we have to give it to Ricochet. Yeah, because Jesus Christ. Guys, you watch his body. Has not lost a step. Yep. You would expect, I say, you would expect uh, a lot of guys, especially when they're big in the indies, to have... uh, to, you know, when they get to NXT... It's toned down. They tone down a little bit. And then maybe they don't get the same kind of push they get when they when they arrive. So when you see Ricochet and when you see that he has been hot straight out the gate, before he even wrestled, Diva, yeah. before he even officially wrestled on NXT, he was already extreme. And you saw that none of his work was... Uh, was changed. No compromise yeah, whatsoever. No, no compromise on Ricochet. All the flippy shit. One and only. Yeah. So he's been in hot feud after feud after feud for the North American Championship. He had Velveteen Dream. Dream. Oh, that was so good. Right? Uh, so good. I think... Uh, the, six man, the, six, the six man... The six man thing 
EC3 was part of the six man thing. Yeah. And then part of the blow off. Uh, he's going to have Johnny Gargano in the new year. Oh, Yay. baby. So it's going to be a. Uh, also, uh, Tyler Breeze. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Breeze. A great match. Tyler Breeze in a surprise title match. So Which, Ricochet definitely deserves this Rookie of the Year. Well deserved uh, run so far on NXT. Yep. Okay, most improved of the year. How do we contextualize this role? Oh, well, basically, okay. Uh, from, we, we will take this wrestler's uh, previous year, which is to say 2017, 2017 to 20, and then we yeah. will take a look at how much better he is now, or he or she is now at during 2018. That's right. basically the improvement we are looking at. The improvement period. Yes. I'm surprised, by the way, that we, uh, just to go back to Rookie of the Year, we didn't consider Ronda Rousey at all. Nope! <laughs> no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Ano mas malaki ba? UFC or WWE? For one. Right now? WWE. Yeah, I know. Because in previous years, we've always considered uh, you for a rookie of the year spot if you went from one promotion to a bigger promotion. Yeah, right? but. This is a literal debut. I mean, yeah, sure. Ron She's a literal rookie. Yeah, she is a literal, She's a literal rookie. rookie, but what? Oh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll briefly consider her because uh, she did get the most nomination. Posthumous. No, you know what? I, no, I will, will give, give the award. Give I will give Ricochet one A and then Ronda one B. Why they? And that's not because she's a woman. It's just because Ricochet's body of work was way, way better. I'm oh no, mine. No, it's cons- as a pro wrestler. As a pro wrestler. As a yeah. pro wrestler. We're, we're, this is our award show. Of course, Ricochet is better. Yes. This is our award show. Ronda's great. Yeah, sure. She's somewhere in the conversation. But those three had fucking. Had paid their dues, but I guess uh, no, no, no. So yeah, no, no, no. No, Stan has a point in saying that if we're really uh, looking at how someone quickly took to pro wrestling, especially with when you're not from originally pro wrestling, right? Yeah, Ronda does this over to be in the conversation. Okay, let's give her an honorable mention. Okay, honorable mention. All right, mm. now let's go back to most improved. She's so gonna have some most improved next year. I hope so. I'd like that. Yeah, most improved wrestler of the year, and the nominees are Hangman Page. Marty Skrull and Mustafa Ali. I would, you know, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy here. But Mustafa Ali gets the nod for me because of how fucked up the, or at least inexplicable, the WWE system is when it comes to cruiserweights. I will also have to give the award to Mustafa Ali just because being a cruiserweight also meant low-key na merong glass ceiling. Yes. Yeah, and nobody knew that that was possible. Yes. Uh, we always saw the, the heavyweights move down. Whenever they, you know, they, we, we saw guys like to. Buddy Murphy or Mike Kanellis. Fabian Eichner? No, Fabian Eichner is <laughs> firmly a heavyweight in NXT, NXT UK. Now. But he, yeah, he, no, he moved up, sorry. Yeah, sorry. He, moved he, up, moved up, and then, he moved up. And uh, for Mustafa Ali to come in first as an alternate in the Cruiserweight Classic and then uh, be in the, in the mid-card for 205 Live and then move up and graduate to SmackDown in a point where... Nobody actually knew you could graduate. We didn't even show. mention the fact that Mustafa Ali is one of two cruiserweights who appeared at WrestleMania this oh, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's he does win it. Yeah, right? I mean, just make the that case. is the biggest glow up. I that say. is the biggest glow up, oh. and I am not disagreeing in any way. No, I just have to say the other two nominees have put in so much work on an independent level that it is, oof, it's almost gratuitous to even just call them most improved because. Grabe lang yung body of work nila this year alone. Like Marty Skrull has, what? Marty Skrull actually has the most selling merch on pro wrestling tees. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's 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 another indicator of just how much his glow up has happened. But Mustafa Ali as a wrestler. Oh, Marty Skrull also has his own uh, faction. Has his own faction now. Villain yeah. Enterprises. Yes. Yeah. I I want to see a Mustafa Ali shirt. 
I think that's I think, the next I think, step. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I want a Mustafa step. Ali shirt. It's probably going to be it's heart-centric. Like Mahal. We wanted we wanted the Jinder Mahal shirt. We, we got, got the Jinder Mahal shirt. We're going to get the Mustafa Ali shirt. I hope it's not crappy. I, I right. doubt it. No, because right. the thing is, there's the amount of fire that is behind him ever since, what, mid-December? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if Vince he's the best, is aware. He's the, best part, he's the best part of December. <laughs> I, I wonder if Vince is aware he's alive. Is Vince it, watches SmackDown. Or Mustafa Ali's a thing. Just kidding. First, Vince watches SmackDown. He oversees it. He appeared on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. He, get, he gets punched out on SmackDown. Oh, <laughs> and he likes it. <laughs> All right, next. Let's talk about the struggle. What is the struggle? All right, the struggle is the opposite of most approved, basically. So you come from a highly touted or, you know, high expectations from the year before. And then when this year or when the past year rolled around, you have... Gone Heavy down regression. Yeah, you have gone down to stature. Heavy gone regression. down to status quo. And the nominees are Zack Ryder, Oof. the Almighty Bobby Lashley, Oof. and Nia Jax. Oof. And I don't even know why Nia Jax is in this conversation. Wait, was there a fourth one? Was there a fourth one? No, you're not. Okay, sorry, Those sorry. Are the three. Because Nia's about. second half of the year was yeah, but she she got like, injured for she, one. That's yeah, that, that's where it started, and then it just I don't down, think that's her fault. She was sole survivor though of, of the Survivor Series match. Oh my, and she got a push as the face breaker. Oh my, I think that is something not. No, I don't know why why it's why not she's struggling. struggling. Yeah, yeah. Struggling. not I was, struggling enough. But the thing is, the clear guy here is Bobby Lashley. Oh yeah, I think Bobby I agree, Lashley yeah. for sure. I mean, Coming, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder was. Depressing this oh. year, but he's been sad for a couple of years now. Yeah, Zack Ryder had something moving to Raw, yeah, but they didn't capitalize on it. But then again, it's par for the course for Zack Ryder. Yeah, Bobby Lashley, though, one of the biggest signings they've got in 2018, supposedly, mm, supposedly, and then is in a middling feud with no one in particular. I was about to argue now you could actually put Samoa Joe in this conversation except that Samoa Joe Samoa has been Joe, hovering around yeah. the championship Samoa picture. Joe is in an okay place. Yeah. It's not, it's not struggling enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's move on to the wrestler to watch out for. So this is a wrestler that is very promising and looks to have a very bright 2019 ahead of them. Oof. And the nominees are Mustafa Ali, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Nikki Cross on the main roster. All of them, yeah, with Nikki Cross, wherever that is going to be. Yes, yeah, wherever that's going to yeah, be. Wait, can we can we uh, can we take a tangent right now and then ask you guys how weird is it that they're actually actively promoting Iman call ups? Okay, I think nah, there's a reason behind it, and that reason is that this is Triple H's way of convincing Vince that NXT is a product worth keeping, oh, and that the NXT stars are worth getting. Yeah, behind. but uh, why? Why is this a thing? Like, why why are they doing the whole uh, coming soon in WWE? Because Lacey Evans is not on the same level as Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha. True. So why are they? Lo- oh yeah, but what's it going to hold up? It's it's a no. They need pieces to move around. Yeah, I know. These I are know. the pieces. No, what Stan said was uh, you know about Triple H needing these guys to be successful is you know the rumor. But mm-hmm. if that were the case, then why exactly these guys? I mean, you can make a case for EC3. Nikki and EC3. The others, not so much. Yeah, they're Heavy machinery is like bubble. No, no. If I were them, I would be calling it what? Uh, the Undisputed Era. Too soon. Yeah, no. They no, have, no, they have, they have, they have shit to do. Too soon, though, with biggest names. They have shit to do I know, do I know. I'm saying. No, you know, you know who would have been a better call-up? The fucking Velveteen Dream. Oh, no. But Vince don't know the dream exists. Vince ain't called yet. <laughs> Vince! Call him! Parang self-defeating to eh. No content. 
It's actually kind of sad. No? Yeah. It's like we need we three need straight weeks of promotion. I mean, I mean, I believe in these guys because I believe in NXT for sure. But if you're gonna, I don't believe in Lacey Evans' iced tea though. Sure, sure. Really? If, no, the iced tea, just the iced tea, not in uh, Lacey Evans herself. But okay. you know, if, if you're gonna convince the casual WWE fan that these are the must watches from NXT, but you can only Lars is must watch. You can only argue for EC3 Nikki for sure. It's weird. It's weird. I, I, I just I, I hope for Triple H's sake that you know his experiment goes goes successful. But yeah, yeah, same. It's just weird now. This is the way they're introducing them today. Maybe not. It's, you know, the surprise surprise appearances and maybe, debuts. Maybe with this because it's it's their way of building stars. Now they're they're taking shots with guys that they aren't you know risking too much with. No, you These know are, what? See, that's it. Finish okay, your point first, finish the point. The bar. All of most of those guys are the homegrown guys. Oh. Notice, notice. outside of EC3 and Nikki, those guys are all NXT call up, NXT ground up guys. My hypothesis in all of this is, mm. you know how there are fans our age and older who say now, you know what? I miss those vignettes of you know, my debuting superstars, and this is WWE's way of saying you want your vignettes here. Saksak yung sabaga niyo. Three weeks of the same fucking vignettes. No, 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 man. If they're gonna do this. Vignette approach. I would prefer that they go all in and not the pay per view, but more like treat it like a draft. Let me on. Treat it like uh, like some ESPN shit. You have Charlie who's on ESPN. Have her interview these people who are going up to WWE main roster. Or kaya man lang yung fake get to free know agent shit like yeah, what MVP yes, yes. has when he did exactly. Remember that? Well, we'll see. Have let's an see. interview. <laughs> Okay, let's, so see, let's, see. Let, let's get back sorry, to sorry, the wrestler sorry, to watch sorry. out for. Among these four, who do we give it to? Because my vote goes to Nikki Cross. I would have to give it to uh, Mustafa Ali, but mostly because he's the one in the biggest position to succeed right now. I'm still on. the Keith Lee train but Matt Riddle is mine but if we had to give to someone Mustafa Ali is the one who has who has been given a ball Mm. everyone else here everyone else on this list is we're basing off of potential no but we're also basing Matt Riddle on the fact that he was also given a ball yes but not as you know he's an NXT ball on the mid card is not Hey, you just beat Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but he has a... That's true, but he also has a Madison Square Garden ball. Ooh, that is true. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to Matt Riddle on ENC's podcast? It's funny because he sounds stoned. Yes. He sounds <laughs> so stoned. He sounds so that's stoned. That's how he always talks, though. But he sounds unbelievably is, high. No, 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 no. This is... It's a different level. It's a different... It's like, bro... <laughs> so... I have kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. That's how he sounds. sounds. Okay. It's hard. Dude. It sounds like he was straight, taken straight out of a Judd Apatow. He's asking for a fine. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, God, it's like he wants man. to pay the tax. He wants to pay the weed tax. Yeah. Okay. Next, let's. But Mustafa Ali, watch out! Right. Watch out! They can't. There is no conceivable way that they can fuck it up now. Let's talk about the team of the year. And Oof. the team of the year, uh, I think for this conversation, we can only really narrow it down to two nominees. And the nominees are the Young Bucks and the Undisputed Era. So the case for the Undisputed Era is there was a time in the year when all of them held something. Oh, yes. Whether it was when Bobby Fish's Dusty uh, Tag Team Maybe. Classic Award. Uh-huh. Mini, mini Cup. Yeah, the, the Mini, mini cup. cup. Adam Coast North American title. 
and uh, Roddy and KOR with the Tag Team Championships. The case for the Young Bucks, though, is that they've been IWGP Tag Team Champions. They've uh, graduated to the heavyweights. They were part of All In. They worked towards starting their own promotion. Mm-hmm. Being, the, uh, being the elite has been wildly successful even more than it has been. Mm-hmm. And that, merch elite as well. Yeah. And that they've raised their profile to the point that they got themselves and uh, the rest of the Bullet Club guys on Hot Topic. And they got their own, and now they have their own promotion. Like, yeah. officially in the new year. Right. So, with all of that being said, I think the Young Bucks have squashed the Undisputed Era here. By far. Oh, no, By far. It was, like, for me, it was Young Bucks, who else is in the conversation? Yeah. How can you have a conversation without talking about how, I mean, what, two years ago we were talking about how they were changing the business with their merch strategy. Now we're talking about how they're taking over the world. The Young Bucks, by the way, are also the first wrestlers outside WWE to get their own Funko Pops. Oh, yes. So, uh, you know, the, the Young Bucks really proved more than ever that you can make a lucrative uh, career in the pro wrestling business outside WWE. Mm. And that says a lot, especially in the current landscape where WWE is still recognized as the biggest player of, of them all. Right? Alright, we're down to our last three awards, so let's get to the new one, the moment of the year. Nominees are... The nominees are All In, as in the show. You've got The Return of Daniel Bryan, The Rise of the Man, Becky Lynch, and Kenny Omega finally winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. All of which were, you know... Tentpole moments. Momentous moments. I think we, we, they all deserve to be broken down a little bit at least. <coughs> so all in. The gravity of all in. Uh, for starters, it was the biggest independently produced show And it led ever. to all elite wrestling. Yeah. It was the proof of concept that everyone needed yeah. that, you know, these guys can make it. And, and that, that everyone can work there's together. A market, and there's, there's a market. There's a market for, for, a, for a third or another promotion. And there is... Opportunity for everyone involved just outside of WWE. You don't have to go to WWE anymore. As long as you have billions yeah. of dollars, yeah. literal billions and billions <laughs> in of dollars funding. in funding from Tony Khan. Sorry, uh, this guy, okay, Tony Khan, I hate his ass. I hate his ass because he's literally that rich guy who will throw money at any sports team. Basta, 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 basta my promise. promise. And the thing is, he's made both Fulham and, and the Jacksonville Jaguar. Jaguars. Uh, very profitable teams, even though both are incredibly terrible. Jaguars are not that terrible. They're not that terrible. Bortles! <laughs> I know that's a good know. place. Yeah, yeah. But Blake Bortles is trash. Yeah, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it. it, though. That's it. That's it. Don't trash your defense. <laughs> but no, the defense is fine. Blake Bortles yeah. is shit. I know. I know Blake Bortles is shit. Anyway. So uh, Chicago Bears no, no, no. in the playoffs. I know, I know. And you're not. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, it's a good... Because you don't have to go to WWE anymore. It, it's not the grill anymore. It doesn't. And when the WWE is not the holy grail anymore for both fans and performers, it will force them to get better. Finally, and, you know, not oh, optimistic. Optimistically, yes, yes, fine. Optimistically, hopefully, they get better. Mm. Right. Um, so you have all in. Uh, let's unpack Kenny Omega winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So we all thought this was going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Did not. Did not happen. We nope. thought it would happen at Dominion. Did not. No, did not happen at Dominion. Did not happen the next match also. Yes. And we had to wait until the middle of the year 
I, I don't even remember the name of the show anymore. Dominion. No, it was Dominion this year. It was this oh, year's Dominion. Because you're talking about the trilogy with Okada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you know, by the time we, you hit that fourth match, you're just like, well, they're fucking with us at this point. Because we were... I don't... I'm trying to find the right word for it. But like, you know what? Two out of three falls yeah. to really, uh, really hit you over the head yeah, with it. Yeah, because when, by the time they got to that storyline... Kenny was just like you know you're just thinking okay well I'm just happy that Kenny still has a career he's having fun you don't think he can win anymore and he does and in dramatic in the most dramatic fashion yeah sudden death right? sudden fucking death with like it was it was a great match not as great as the trilogy but you know fucks with your head and as longtime Kenny Omega supporter I'm happy for him the title run itself hasn't been the best thing in the world but mm. He's done good. He's done good. He deserved this maybe a little earlier, but when it happened, it happened. It's beautiful. I would compare it to Daniel Bryan, actually, because Daniel Bryan's championship runs have not been impressive at all. But the moment itself is. Yes. So when Kenny Omega won the big one, finally, it was kind of like Daniel Bryan overcoming everything at WrestleMania 30. Yeah. So it was that big of a deal. Tears were shed. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of Daniel Bryan, he's in moment of the year conversation <coughs> for his, his whole return. He went from being general manager of SmackDown to unretiring to having turned heel and becoming WWE champion by the end of the year. What the fuck? <laughs> this was... Who saw Who saw that coming, man? This was not the plot twist we expected in but it was. September. September, right? Uh, with September. the turned heel? Yeah. No, no, no. When he came back. September? Uh, he came back in March. March? Yes. Yeah, he Which, came back in March. Was that March? He wrestled at Mania. Dude, what the fuck? Where have you been? See, this is Are you more stoned than Matt Riddle? <laughs> no, I'm not even stoned. I'm just sa tulog. Yeah, anyway, um, but if, okay, you, there, there, there. if you told back anyone, to if you told me that he was he would be champion by, by now, you know, by the end of the year. The full clearance, the full everything. I would ask you if you were stoned like Matt Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's just amazing, you know, umiyak tayo eh. Oh yeah, the, the fight for your dreams tayo. and your dreams will fight for you is a line I've referenced over and over again on air. It's just And it's speaking so engagements. It's very, uh, it's very compelling and it's very relatable. Very inspiring as well. And to see him spit on all of that and turn heel and become it's the new fun. Daniel Bryan, it's also really, really fun. And for him to do it against AJ Styles. Yes. That's the thing. We're getting AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan multiple times. Who'd have thought? I remember oh, yeah. when Brian retired, AJ had this de- de- uh, dejected look on his face. <laughs> well, 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 well. Well, Daniel Bryan is probably going to get the new AJ Styles as well. The real AJ Styles. The real AJ Styles. Mm. So, all yeah. I want is all I want is eventually the, you know, the the return of the killer Nakamura mm, for this to happen mm-hmm. because that's the dream match I want for next Mania. Yeah, Brian's on the right or brand SummerSlam. with the right opponents with the right. People around him. The Mysterios, Nakamura's, Joe's, AJ's of the world, even Mustafa Ali. Uh, Sienna that was Armas. so good though. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you, just, you just have to say Mustafa versus Daniel Bryan um, mini feud yep. over the past two weeks has been great. So, uh, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah, the return of Daniel Bryan has been glorious. And let's end our nominees list with the rise of the man, Becky oh, Lynch. Ang ina kasi biggest storyline of the year, Yeah. Well, we didn't see it coming as well. Yeah. Then I don't think Becky saw it coming uh, either. The one thing I think that I don't like about this is how Becky refuses to, to kill kayfabe at all uh, when she's on podcasts where you know, it's a relaxing environment. Oh. You're expected to drop it. 
<coughs> she really just plays it up the whole time. Especially on the ENC podcast, right? Yeah. Even even with them, people she knows, people that you know, she, they, she references as who helped her get through a lot. Yep. About it's like huh? even it does, it does, there's nothing there's nothing there that's like ah I want to be I want to be a nice person. No, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, even on Lillian Garcia's podcast, Lillian being very unassuming. Yeah, and Becky just goes full heel on her. So yes, that's, that's kind of awkward and uncomfortable to listen to. But other than that, <laughs> um, Becky Lynch Becky Lynch being the man turning heel and then turning face again in such a short amount of time is proof. Once that once again, when crowd support is there and is really so strong that you can't deny it, we can make uh, we can move mountains, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah, sort yeah, of. No, we can. Yeah, we can. We did with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it, has, yeah, yeah, it just has right. to be one hundred percent undeniable. That's, that's we did with Becky Lynch, so it, it has happened. Uh, and and uh, it, it's a testament to uh, the, the crowd support to Becky Lynch herself and her talent level. So we have to really include Becky Lynch in this conversation. Of course. With all of that said, the winner is... Daniel Bryan. Because, really, this is a miracle. There is nothing short of a miracle in what happened. No, man. No, come on. He was cleared. We thought it could have happened elsewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Fine, but... That's the thing. Maybe the miracle was that it happened in WWE. Yes. That and, Vince and, let it all happen. Yeah, Vince gave and it that to they the press gave him, they gave him the strap. Yeah, that Brian reportedly has creative control, mm-hmm. and it's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Now, just, just, just love it's it. It's undeniable. Love it. Yep. Sorry, Becky. Uh, I mean, be- Becky, I mean thank next. you, Becky. But you know, Daniel Bryan has a special place in our hearts. So sorry. All right, now let's go to female of the year or woman of the year. And Jesus the Christ, come on! Can we seriously? Even, like after 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 seriously, all after that, that, that you just said, yeah. are we? Really I think it's pretty really obvious that our woman of the year is the man Becky Lynch, and the man of the year is also Becky Lynch. Yes, but actually, it's Daniel Bryan. Okay, <laughs> so We're Daniel not- Bryan and Becky Lynch are our top two wrestlers of the year. If you had to, you know, separate it uh, by gender mm. or by sex. But um, if it were superstar of the year, it'd probably just be Becky Lynch. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. But um, you know, the, the year that they had was just amazing. Just so we can say that we we were not shitting on your favorite wrestler. The other male nominees were AJ Styles and Kenny Omega oh. for female of the year. Tony Storm and Kerry Sane. Yeah. Okay. Yen yen lang yun. There you have it. Those are our year end awards. And the for man. those of you who are wondering why no local wrestlers or promotions were mentioned, it's because we abstain from talking about the local scene out of integrity and oh. professionalism. There. So Thomas can't give himself any awards. Oh yes, and Sam can't give himself any awards either. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the SGP Podcast Year End Awards for 2018. This is the fifth time we've done this. Uh-huh. We've been going at this since 2014, so fifth time though. And if you have any. Uh, any contentions or any arguments you want to present forward, you can always hit us up. It's at the SGP Podcast, at Caveman Camus, at Roizwar, and at underscore Stancy. Please, at us. We are ready. Hey! And if anyone has anything to say about AJ Styles not being featured on this list, there are reasons. <laughs> and you know who you are. Cousin. <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> So, uh, thank you very much for making it this far into the podcast. We're so excited to see you tomorrow at this time. Uh, we're ending the recording right before 5 p.m. So, we hope to see you at Skinny Mike Sports <coughs> Bar in BGC. Para sa mga nagtatanong, it's right beside MC Home Depot, mm-hmm. SNR, St. Luke's. 
Uh, there's parking sa my Starbucks. There's also parking at MC Home Depot at uh, F Ho- F1 Hotel across the street. There's open parking all across. Kaso nga lang, kalaban mo na yung mga taong babalik sa opisina. Yeah, but we don't know that. Maybe uh, there are some people who haven't come back to the office yet. Yeah. Or if you want, you know, carpool. Carpool with your other fellow hey, wrestling yeah. fans. It's a good excuse to get together on a Friday to watch wrestling. If wrestling. anything else, tell your friends, Uy, si Chris Jericho mag-wrestling sa Japan. Oh, it's Cody Rhodes. Oh, si Cody Rhodes nasa Japan. So, you know, that's as good enough as a reason, I believe. Yeah. For a casual, right? So, bring them over. It's 150 pesos a ticket and it comes with a free drink. And we're going to be there until 8.30 or 9 p.m. Probably 9. Depending on I, I, when the main yeah. event ends. Knowing knowing them. <laughs> knowing them, even, it's never going to end. Yeah, yeah. Especially if we're going to watch the post-match promo and all that. <laughs> yeah, so bring your friends. It's, it's about to be a lot of fun. Now, aside from that, you've got PWR Live New Year's Resolution. The poster dropped on New Year's Day, and it features all of the current reigning champions of PWR. That will be held the last Sunday of the of the month, January 27, at the Power Max Center Spotlight, 2 p.m. Paren. Ticket prices are about to be announced in a few weeks, so watch out for that. And we don't really know any of the matches yet, so you, you'll have to stay tuned for that as well. Right after that, January 28th, You've got the Royal Rumble, and the viewing party will take place at Skinny Mike Sports Bar. Three hundred pesos a ticket, paren. Or you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it and we'll see how we can we'll talk about it. Yeah, because uh, we'll, we'll we have to calculate for inflation. Yes. Thanks, Duterte. Thanks, Train. So you have that. Now, uh, if you want to support the podcast in any way, shape, or form, here are the ways to do that. You can always hit subscribe. You can leave a comment on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can always tell your friends that you gave us a five-star rating and that there's a podcast by Filipino wrestling fans for Filipino wrestling fans. And you can throw money at us when you see us in public. Oh, yeah. So we don't <laughs> have to set up a Patreon account. Oh, right. Fuck Patreon in 20... 20- Twenty nineteen, we're gonna fucking do a Patreon. No, sorry. So With what? I don't even know. Those are the ways you can always help the podcast. So thank you very much for making it this far. On behalf of Romaran and Raf Camus, my name is Stan C saying thank you very much for sticking with us this long and happy new year. Peace. Hey, this is for all my chest stealing, wheel and dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a guns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 